Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello, and welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. Today is not April 5th. It is May 10th, <laughs> we'll get that updated, and welcome, I am Eric Peterson, and with me is Daniel Garcia. How are you doing, Daniel? Um, yep, as Charlie says, it's one of those days. It is ah. one of those days. Uh, we have a few changes to how we're doing things here, streaming, <coughs> and uh, I should have rehearsed a bit more, folks, but here we are. Now the date is right, we're here live with you, and... Uh, Let's do this. Awesome. Well, we first, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Order Solutions, the makers of Coldbox, Grandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite box in. Oh, who wrote that? All your favorite box products out there. A few ways to say thanks back to Ordis. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube, um, both the actual one and our, our attempts at actual ones. You can help Ordis reach for the stars. Star and Pork are repos. Use Eric's awesome... Um, module to do all that automatically you can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps podcast apps and leave us a review you can sign up for a free or paid account on cfcast which is releasing new content every week or you could buy ordis's book 102 codebox hmbc quick tips and tricks on gumroad so somebody will need to in the chat tell me where boxing came from i know brad could tell me there's a community member that that termed all of the plural of box products boxing. Not boxes? Yes, because it's more fun. It's funner. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also would like to thank our Patreons. We have 36 Patreons providing 100% of the funding for this podcast. Thank you so much. And we are also 46% of the way to funding the hosting on Forgebox.io. And a lot of that is thanks to a new Patreon that we have. Uh, it is Haggerty Motorsport Reg, and they have a special uh, job posting that we would like to show to you right now. And today with me, I have Brian from Haggerty. You want to tell us a little bit about what you guys do over there? Hey, Gavin. Thanks for having us on. Uh, first, we're big fans of the podcast, so it's fun to be here with you today. Uh, I work at a company called Haggerty. I am a longtime Cold Fusion uh, person that folks might know from conferences and so forth many years ago. And right now, I'm leading a team at Haggerty, and we build a two-sided SaaS marketplace called motorsportreg.com. And so this last year, uh, we did hundreds and hundreds of thousands of event registrations for automotive and motorsport events. And right now, I'm looking to hire two uh, senior Cold Fusion and JavaScript developers. So we've got a pretty large and pretty complex Cold Fusion app, and we're also building a lot of Node and Vue. That's kind of our future technology stack. And so we're looking for two engineers to come join our team and help us basically build, enhance, and grow into the future. Wow, sounds pretty good. I know that you uh, did a lot of work with the CF Payment Library back in the day when we met way back in 2013 or something, I think, at CF Objective. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Yeah, it was like basically battle tested because you guys put just 
thousands and thousands of transactions through it, right? Yeah, the sea of payment was a, a, a labor of love for me. I saw something that was cool in another language, and I'm like, we need that in ColdFusion. Uh, I can say that library has probably processed, I mean, maybe a billion dollars, not not just from us, uh, from from lots of people who use it, but I mean, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So yeah, we uh, we work at a pretty large scale. And the other cool thing is that it's it's consumer facing. So you know, my my family, a lot of my family are accountants. And so the joke that I always make is you can build any kind of software anywhere, like you can build accounting software, but we get to build software for motorsports. And so one of the fun side effects of that is that we get to go to the racetrack and we deal with people who are really living out their passion. Like this is what they love to do for fun. And so it's a fun space to be operating in uh, and supporting them at that scale. Yeah, I definitely see uh, a lot of uh, pictures up on Twitter and I do get jealous. But uh, well, it sounds great. It sounds like you guys are doing great things in the community and uh, in the industry. And uh, yeah, so we got two spots available. So if you guys are interested, uh, check out Brian and we'll have more details in the show notes. So thanks a lot, Brian. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, everyone. So thank you so much to Motorsport Reg for being our latest Patreon sponsor. We'll uh, remind you all about that job posting down in our job section. But for now, let's get on to some news and announcements. Woo-hoo! The first piece of news we'd like to tell you about is the Into the Box workshops have been partially announced. We have four confirmed workshops for you and a few more that we'd like to get your opinion on. So those are... Async programming and scheduling with Coldbox, containerizing and scaling your applications, legacy code conversion to the modern world, and Testbox getting started with BDD and TDD. So we have at least four rooms that we get to do these in at Into the Box this year. These are one-day workshops that you can register now. We'll put the link into the show notes. Additionally, we have at least one room, and we're hoping to get two to do some more workshops and we've whittled it down to three ideas command box cli scripting and productivity up and running with quick and vue.js single page applications and mobile apps with rest apis so if you have an opinion on those we'd love to hear about it you can tweet us at order solutions or at go into the box and let us know which of those three workshops you would like to attend all of them. All of them. them all, Eric. <laughs> You'll need to come multiple years. <laughs> or uh, or uh, multiple workshops. I'm sure we'll have some at uh, CF Summit when that happens. And uh, any of the other conferences coming around. So Nice. Okay, so next, uh, CF Wheels guides have moved to Gitbook. So, yay. So, they're glad to announce the CF Wheels guides have moved to Gitbook. The good folks at Gitbook are proud to support CF Wheels and have granted them an open source community account. They have migrated all the guides from the old provider to Gitbook and been making some more changes as they review the links now that it's been switched. So, go check that out. We also use uh, Gitbook for our Ortis docs and books. And yeah, Gitbook is cool. For um, new releases and updates, <clears throat> in case you missed it, Lucy five three nine one through one is released. So last week, the stable of release of Lucy five three nine was made available. Um, it's also available on Command Box and Lucy download site. We'll get those links out there. Um, Brad has released some community posts on some issues, um, including this one, which bit me because um, I think I might have been one of the first people to run into this, and then Gavin ran into it. But basically, Lucy five three nine is losing sessions. 
over HTTP2 SSL. So if you are using command box with um, SSL and running Lucy with the new update, it would essentially reset your cookie every page load. And so if you're trying to do things like session login and things like that, it's actually setting the session stuff, but that next page load, it doesn't see that you have that cookie properly and then it just resets it. So I lost some aggravation in some hair trying to figure that one out. You lost oh, aggravation? Or gained I had some. I had some. <laughs> and then when Gavin had the problem, I was like, yay, it's not just me. And then we were both aggravated together. And then Brad figured it out, which is what Brad does. So thanks, Brad. <laughs> Brad had a tweet this week that said that he felt his entire week was reduced to finding bugs in different third parties <laughs> and putting in tickets and then convincing them that theirs was actually a bug and not him using the library wrong. And, uh, well, it made me think of this. Let me share my screen. This uh, XKCD comic, because there's one of those for everything. <laughs> it's called Dependency, and it's this huge, almost Jenga-like tower. And there's this little thing at the bottom. That some random person in Nebraska has been thanks thanklessly maintaining this project since 2003. So, it, it tends to be a very strange combination of projects all together, and that makes up all modern digital <laughs> infrastructure. Very, um, very didn't, true. <laughs> didn't that happen a few years ago? It's some like Node package, something. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are using LeftPad, which all it did was, you know, pad it with a character to a certain number um, on the left, like padding it with zeros. Um, and then the person took it off for some reason, and as well as some, a lo lot of other packages. But um, that one was used by. <laughs> enough low-level packages that were used in higher-level packages that everything broke for a minute and, in fact, changed... Uh, NPM had to change their whole um, <laughs> distribution so that once a package has been live for, I think it's like an hour now, you can't remove it, um, which is interesting license-wise. But, yeah, interesting they stuff. <laughs> they were down for, like, hours, if not a yeah. day or something. It was a... Yeah. Yeah, so... It's funny after the fact. And since True. we're not a part of that. True. It's not, not <laughs> as funny in the moment. Okay. So on the uh, coattails of Lucy 539 being released, command box 5.5 has been released. We are up to 5.5.1 already. And I hear that 5.5.2 is just around the corner. Ooh. There is a blog, a accompanying blog post we're going to link to, and it has a bunch of closed tickets with that. Um, highlights, no log4j1. Woohoo! I mean, that mostly came from Lucy getting rid of it, but Command Box also got rid of any of its usage. There is mod CFML support for those of you who use, uh, use that right now to run more than one sites on a single CF instance. And this one made me happy. You can now have some quality of life helpers to set Java system props directly in your server.json. And JVM args can be an array, which is so great because I never remember the delimiters and where to put spaces and all that stuff. So some nice things. There's a whole lot more that you can check out. We have a few accompanying blog posts we'll talk about later in the podcast as well. With that, the command box Docker image has been revved and released. We are now on version 3.5.0 which upgrades to the latest command box binary and most importantly gets rid of all those log4j1 jars that your security scanners are yelling at you about. So, 
Uh, you can check that out as well. We'll include the blog post for any changes to that. And uh, enjoy your latest up-to-date Log4j1 free life. Yay! <laughs> Good job, team. Um, so uh, another release, Cult Fusion 2021 and 2018 May security updates. We'll go ahead and post that link, but we've got several updates. We're on update four for 21, update 14 for 2018, some updates for both the uh, tool set for um, performance firing tool set for both 18 and 21. Um, and I guess there'll be some Docker images will be hosted shortly in Docker Hub as well. So that's pretty exciting. Awesome. This last week, we had a couple of releases in Ordis land as well. The first one, Coldbox Elixir version 4, which has been in beta, is now a stable. So this is a upgrade of many of the underlying dependencies to Coldbox Elixir, including getting it on the latest versions of Node, NPM, and Webpack. Your file itself, your Elixir file, probably won't change too much. But uh, check out the migration guide so you're not caught unaware by any of the changes in your underlying dependencies. Elixir, I need to learn about that. Is there a you know a video somewhere I can you know go look at to learn about that, Gavin or Eric? Uh, I can check see if cats for you, but I am not sure off the top of my head. I bet there is. I that's on my list of things to look at, along with every other cool thing that <laughs> the people I work with do. <laughs> Another fun release from the Ordis land is CB Elasticsearch version 2.3. So this is our module for interacting with an Elasticsearch service. It includes documentation updates and enhancements to the core functions of search builders, index builders, and the documents, as well as better error handling on async tasks. Check out the full release guide in the accompanying blog post. And then finally, we've got the... Uh... CF Wheels 2.3.0 Release Candidate 1 is released. You can go view the change log. We'll go ahead and post that link. Um, see some enhancements, various bug fixes, a couple potentially breaking changes. So you do want to check that out. And I'm sure if you have any specific questions, Peter Amiri is probably somewhere, um, either in the chat or online somewhere, that'd be available to also answer questions. Oh, and Charlie just had a comment about the CF updates released today. It's not all good news. See his comment link and from his tweet, and he gave a tweet link. So thank you for posting that, Charlie. And Peter, we see you under that rock. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's talk about some webinars. And while I talk about this first one, maybe uh, we'll see if we can get through Charlie's comment real quick so we can see what's going on. Oh, yeah, good call. Uh, but let me tell you about a couple of these webinars coming up, and I'll set Daniel on that task. So first off, we have the Ordis webinar coming up here on May 27th, the end of May, at 11 a.m. Central Time. This is Clearing the Fuzzies on Fuzzy Search with Michael Boren. Love it. It's a great name. So this will go hand-in-hand hand with that CB Elasticsearch release we were just talking about. And it will explain why you would use something like Elasticsearch when your database search may not be good or smart enough. Explain the basics of how fuzzy searching in Elasticsearch works, how to use CB Elasticsearch with your application, and to combine those powers. You can register right now for this meeting. And again, that is May 27th, 
at 11 a.m. Central. Next up, we have an online Cold Fusion meetup. Cold Reuse and Cold Fusion is spaghetti code still spaghetti if it's dry with Gavin Picken. I believe the answer is yes, it's just dry spaghetti, right? No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, this is coming up this week, two days from now, Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific time. It says, find out the difference between dry code and wet code, what one is better, and more importantly, why. So, if you've heard those acronyms, dry and wet, and wondered, why are we talking about that with code? Come listen to Gavin, teach you why, and what to look out for. Yep, and wet code apparently is not code that happens when you spit on it because you're like, what the heck? <laughs> Never mind. It sounded funnier in my head. I'll go it's back not, it's not spit take code. Yeah. Spit -take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have some Adobe workshops coming up here. Uh, right now we have one on Tuesday, May 14th, Wednesday, June 22nd. These are both in Central European time, 9 a.m. with Damien Bruendonks. Both free, and it's the Adobe's one-day Cold Fusion workshop. We will also include the list of all their workshops coming up because they are continually adding, uh, really, every month, more uh, workshops to go through. <clears throat> we love it. Okay. Um, Scott says he's never heard the term wet code. It is also a very real possibility that something Gavin just made up. I believe I've heard wet code as write everything twice as opposed to dry which is don't repeat yourself ah, you know what maybe we should show up to the meetup this week <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> there are what a novel idea i'm sure uh, charlie wouldn't mind and gavin would probably appreciate it and come see for ourselves if gavin is all wet okay um, so did i give you enough time to go over charlie's uh comment there oh that was supposed to be me <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can I can handle it for you. So, unfortunately, with these security updates, they are just that security updates, not bug fixes. And there have been some bugs that have really plagued CF, according to Charlie, since the September updates, and they're still not included here. Um, these special hot fixes will, will be removed if you've applied them and you apply these security updates. So. You know, there's there's some problems with this. Hopefully, Adobe addresses this and can bundle those all together, um, so that we don't have to do these weird update games of update to the latest security patch and then go back and try to find out how to do these special hot fixes in addition. So, Charlie's comment on the blog post that we've linked to will tell you how you could do that. But again, why do we need to jump through those hoops? So, thanks for pointing that out, Charlie. Yep, and I'm also going to grab, somebody mentioned it, um, Gavin had a blog post where he actually does talk about dry and wet code, and I was being a little facetious because I actually read his blog post, but I'm going to go and post that in the chat as well. So you can see what is dry and, and what is it. Okay, so moving on. <clears throat> so we have some CFCast content updates. As always, CFCast.com. The awesomest place to get cool training tutorial videos on Cold Fusion and become a CFML master. Um, so several In the Box 2021 videos are now free, so you can watch them and get in the mood for In the Box 2022. Now that we have some workshops and our dates and everything else. Um, 
I will say I'll... that you can subscribe and get access to all those. But also, if subscribing is not your thing, I believe these uh, Into the Box series are available for individual purchase, and you will just own it. Own it forever. Own it. But if you don't like keeping track of that, just subscribe. It's easier. We try to make it nice. It is very nice. Nice job, everybody, on that. Um, also, all of the Publish Your First Forgebox package videos are now free. I think that's Gavin's series that he's showing how to make packages. <clears throat> so just released from Gavin, publish your first Forgebox package. It includes logging into Forgebox online, publishing a package via Forgebox.io. Um, we also have the 2022 Forgebox module of the week series, three videos and counting, and the 2022 VS Code hit tip and trick of the week series, videos and counting. So basically we're going through our Modernizer Die podcast and we're extracting some of these nuggets of goodness and making them their own videos and getting them out there. Awesome. And then coming soon, more Gavin, because we can never have enough Gavin. Publishing your first Forgebox package, Logbox 101, and more Forgebox and VS Code podcast snippet videos. Lots of exciting stuff. All right. Let's talk about some conferences coming up. This space is starting to heat up. It, uh, you know, there was a while where it was very, very sparse, and that was even with all the virtual conferences. But now... This will take us a minute, so let's get started. First off, DockerCon is happening right now. It's a free yes. online virtual conference. You can go sign up right now and jump into the videos at docker.com slash DockerCon. I know Gavin's been excited for this one. He was repping some order swag and watching that. So go ahead and take yeah. that, check that out. They have a full schedule, five tracks. Um I'm on the, the learn track, the beginner track, right? <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, I jumped on last night to do the getting started session. There you go. And I made it through for a while, and then I had stuff I had to do. So, But cool stuff. Uh, next up, um, MS Build, May 24th to 26th. Coming together at Microsoft Build, May 24th, 26th, to explore the latest innovations in code and app development. Gain insights from peers and experts, regional spotlights, one-on-one -on -one bookings available, and more. So we'll get that link out there. Uh, Gavin saying the workshop yesterday was pretty good. It was. Um, All right. Next, we have Ionic Conf. So Ionic is a platform for mobile app development using web technologies. Uh, some of you might have used this in the past or be using it right now. And so if that is something you're interested in or using, go ahead and check this out at ionic.io slash ionicconf. That will be May 25th, so here at the end of the month. And it's free. It is free. I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> if it's free, I'll take two. Why not? <clears throat> Next up is the US VJS Conference in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, June 8th through 10th. Beach Code View with the workshop on the 8th. Main conference on the 9th and 10th. It just sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I won't be able to make it this year, but maybe future years. Who knows? And sure. we need to speak about that conference. Yes. You know, that conference. Um, <laughs> it is a... Um, how would you describe it, <laughs> Daniel? Oh, it's a, a polyglot, full-stack conference with a lot of cool tech people come and talk about cool tech things. And, and uh, very that, oriented too. That cool people includes yourself speaking in Wisconsin, right? 
I am speaking, I don't know if I call myself cool, but I am speaking Wisconsin. So there are two uh, versions of this or two dates for this, one in Texas, one in Wisconsin. Our very own Daniel here will be speaking at the Wisconsin one in July, July 25th through the 28th. And what session are you speaking on, Daniel? Um, you're going to make me look up easier API development with, I don't remember the title. You put me on the spot, Eric. Easier API development and testing using Postman, Webhooks.site, and Ngrok to enhance your workflow. If you want a sneak peek of that, I believe we have a uh, into the box video on that too. We do, but so, you have to subscribe. It's true. <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm excited for you. That would be great. And those people will be lucky to get that because that was an amazing session uh, in the uh, box last year. Uh, I really like these guys too. Only they also have this whole family track where they encourage your, you bring your kids and they have text sessions for the kids. And it's, it's really kind of a cool thing. I, I like them. After End of the Box, they're one of my favorite conferences. Nice. <clears throat> so coming up is Adobe Developer Week 2022, July 18th through 22nd. It's online, it's virtual, and it's free. Gotta love free. Um, the Developer Week is back, bigger and better than ever, according to this copy. This year, as we're gearing up to host a series of webinars on all things Confusion, so attend. Um, now, the speakers listed are still the 21, 2021 speakers currently, I believe, but check back as I'm sure they'll be updating it soon. Yep. Uh, CF Summit, we don't have any more news yet, except that we're still anticipating it in October. That were that was the last um, tweeted, then re retracted dates that we saw. <laughs> So I think we can confidently say there will most likely be a CF Summit and probably 2022. And that's probably all we can say with any sort of confidence. That's Mark Takata. <laughs> we, we, can say, we can say a lot more, just not with confidence. <laughs> okay, next up, Vue.js Forge, <clears throat> June 29th through 30th, organized by the Vue School. Um, it's pretty much a big old two-day hackathon event where you kind of go in there, meet a bunch of people, make friends, build, learn, all sorts of cool things. So you can sign up either by yourself or as a company. And, and yeah, it's, it's, I like this. It's a really cool way to just kind of get out there and, and build something cool. We should do something like this. So will everybody be working on the same project? No, I think you form your, little, your teams and you organize and figure out, hey, let's build this together. Let's build that together. And um. That's my guess. You know what? I did not read the fine print. God, I'm got to look at this one more because I love hackathons. They're fun. Yeah. So I'll, th I'll throw my email in this box. See what they say. Yeah, I will do that too. Boom. Done. Oh, they want more info. <laughs> ah, they got you. I would do that later. <laughs> All okay. Also, into the box, 2022, solid dates, September 6th, 7th, and 8th, one-day workshops before the two-day conference, as we announced earlier, that we were going to have several of them. Um, conference website, intothebox.org, the Into the Box 2021 videos, several are free, so you can go watch them and get in the mood for 2022, and we'll get the link out there. Also, into the Into the Box family is Into the Box Latam. Um, 2022, the tentative dates are December 1st and 2nd. Okay, um, I, we got some some information on CF Camp. 
Um, which the TLDR is not this year. Um, still a lot of uncertainty. Heading into winter is very different than heading into summer, still from a COVID point of view. Um, all the hotels in Germany don't let you just cancel with no questions asked anymore, so that makes you know a little more uncertainty. There is a war going on two countries down the road from them, which is less than ideal in many ways. Um, and still some international travel annoyances. So all that kind of built up to, uh, not this year. We're looking at summer 2023. So here's crossed our fingers. I've only been to one CF camp and it was one right before COVID and I've been itching to get back since. So I'm excited to hear when that comes back. I've never been, I've always wanted to go. So he's come back. (laughs) Um, so as always, if you want more conferences, go to comps. Dot tech. They have a huge list of conferences from us, any language community, not just Cofusion, although our Cofusion stuff should be on there. Um, go check them out. Okay. We got through the conferences. Like I said, lots of conferences right now. That's good, though, right? It is good. We like it. Okay, let's talk about some blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. We mentioned this already. Uh, Charlie Earhart's comment on the Adobe blog post about the security updates. So go ahead and go read that for information about what they should be doing and maybe what workaround you can do in the meantime. Post some of those Twitter links real quick. Or at least that one that he's talking about we're talking about. Um, next up, uh, on from the fourth, Mark Takata comparing Adobe Cofusion Enterprise API managers to other third-party options. So if you weren't quite aware, in the enterprise version of Adobe Cofusion, they do have an API um, manager software solution where you can use it to stop. It's pretty much an API gateway between anyone that wants to hit that and then proxy the calls to your APIs. Um, a lot of cool features in there. Um, and his article is comparing it more to some of the other cloud-based API managers, but really even comparing it to some other more traditional ones, it, it's, a, it's a good solution. Um, I know I've played with it in the past. It does a lot of cool things, a lot of turnkey things. If you're looking for certain security restrictions and subscriptions and all that. And, you know, if you already got enterprise, check it out because it's, it's a nice tool. Okay. Next up, we have a blog post by James Moberg about identifying random uploaded form files. Um, he has a gist up here with the UDF to get all the, files that were uploaded into the form scope that works in both uh, Adobe and Lucy. I guess he's been using one for a while that worked in Adobe Confusion only, and now he's made one that works in both. So that, again, this will get you all of the different files that were uploaded in form fields in your application, in your form scope. Nice. Next, we have a trio of blog posts from Mr. Brad Wood. Most of these relating to the Lucy 5.3.9 update and the Command Box 5.5.1 release. So this one seems to affect uh, Windows users. It's a Java regression in Undertow. You will notice it if you see anything that references ZNIO in your errors, like could not initialize class ZNIO channels. Um, looks like it, the way to get around it is to manually set your Java version to a previous update for now or add a special JVM arg. So if you've seen any of those, this community blog post will get you on the right track. 
quick note from Charlie. Also, meetup recordings since 2015 are available on YouTube. We post the playlist there. So please go check those out. Um, so coming up next, uh, another from Brad Wood. Uh, Lucy 539, losing sessions over SSL. This is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Caused me to lose my, gain my aggravation, lose my hair, do whatever, get a headache. Um, so if you started using Lucy 539 for your command box um, and SSL enabled, you may have noticed your session scope getting lost. Now, the good news is there's actually a very simple fix. Quick fix is do a server set web.http2.enable to false. So basically, if you're turning off um, web.http2, it becomes no longer an issue because it's not processing the cookie in the same way if you do that. And of course, doing that means it worked for me, and I'm thankful that Brad figured that out. Yeah. I know there's a ticket open with Lucy as well, though, because turning off HTTP2 yeah. isn't exactly what any of us want to do, because that's a yeah, yeah. huge step back. So Now, to be fair, if you're running a production, you're probably running like Nginx in front of it or something else in front of it. And so it, it kind of makes it less of an issue. It's mostly for if you're running Command Box itself and are losing some sessions. If you're interested in the why this is happening, the, the, <laughs> the post goes over it, and it's... It's one of those interesting, like, hey, we're not uh, completely conforming to specs here, and that caused the issue when multiple people didn't conform to a spec. So, anyway. Perfect storm. Perfect storm. <laughs> All right. Last of our trio of Brad posts on the community forum is Command Box 5.5 and injecting models into task runners. Um, so, task runners were introduced a few versions back, and they're a great way to script. Uh, in command box and if you had been using them you might have found that you can inject using wirebox uh, rel relative to the task that's running um, well that wasn't uh, exactly what was happening it ended up being a little more complicated uh, since wirebox looks at the web root and the web root of the cli process is probably not what you think in any case in command box 5.5 that moot the web root got more defined and quote unquote moved and so injecting models if you were trying to do it relative using wirebox broke um, good news is there's a quick fix to get back to it or you can um, and you can check out this post for the different ways that you can do that so all that to say is if you run your task and all of a sudden wirebox can't find something to inject you're probably running into this and you can update your injections or you can use a nifty module that we're going to talk about here at the end of Ooh. the podcast. Um, and as always, <laughs> uh, there's an XKD, XKCD comic to go along with this because it did break people's workflow. And while um, Brad never said this is how injection should work and what the rev root was, plenty of people found something that worked and it worked and they went for it. And that's, that's programming and, of course, made me think of this XKCD of workflow where somebody says, hey, I need you to re-enable holding down the space bar to overheat. And they're like, why? He's like, oh, I, my control key's broken, so I made it so that when my computer overheats, it thinks it's control. <laughs> like That is a terrible workflow. They said, hey, it works for me. Just add a feature to enable it again, okay? And so true. So true. I love these comics. There really is a scenario for a comic for everything. There it is. 
Okay. My other takeaway is that, hey, Brad's got a quick fix. There's always a quick fix for every problem. Just ask Brad, which is <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's talk about some up. jobs. Yep. We got some CFML jobs, several positions available on getcfmljobs.com, listing over 76 CF positions from 44 companies across 37 locations in five countries. And we've got one new job listed, a full-time senior app developer, UK at Remote. Working with Adam Cameron, don't let that scare you. It was posted on May 3rd, and we'll get the link out there. Awesome. I say awesome. that in fun, Adam, just so you know. <laughs> also, we wanted to bring back our sponsored job posting from Motorsport Reg. They are looking for two senior software engineers to work primarily with Node, Vue.js, ColdFusion, and AWS to improve their platform and build greenfield experiences. They are a 25-person team supporting 1,600 organizations with their SaaS CRM, commerce, and event management platform. With 8,000 events managed in our marketplace annually by our customers, their goal is to become the number one software platform for automotive and motorsport events. Ready to get in the driver's seat? Join them, and we will post that link in the show notes. And it's in the chat. Go check them out. Thank you so much uh, again, Motorsport Reg, for sponsoring Order Solutions and this podcast. Other places to check out if you're looking for a job, the Order Solutions site at ordersolutions.com slash about us slash careers. Consortium, we'll put those links in the show notes. And there is a jobs channel in both the CFML Slack team and the Box Team Slack team. Nice. I see Gavin's comment asking, Brian, if we go work for you, do we get racing lessons? Ooh. That'd be cool. I wonder what we would give if you come work for Ordis. Free lessons on how to use ColdFusion better. I wonder I wonder if I was behind a car that could drive that fast, if I could even like handle going that fast. You know, I can handle <laughs> the going that fast. It's the stopping and the stopping abruptly that I would have a problem with. <laughs> I feel like I'd get it up to like 90. I'd be like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'll slow down now. <laughs> I, I'd be, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump in to our Forgebox module of the week. The one this week is the Command Box Task Local Model Resolver. Hey, look at that. This solves the issue that we were talking about earlier where if you were expecting to be able to inject models relative to a task and that wasn't working, this module will bring that back by using Wirebox and Interception Points inside Command Box to create mappings on the fly for all of your different uh, models relative to your tasks. Uh, pretty nifty, and honestly, like looking at the code is almost more fun than usually using the module to see kind of the power that you get with Wirebox and with Interception Points. So that is our module of the week. If you need that behavior, you can install it. And if not, you can check out the code to see some nifty examples of awesome Wirebox coding going on. Nice. Uh, I want to comment really quick. Uh, Gavin commented, Ortis will only try to kill you on the lake when you're tubing. And I said, that's not really a realistic characterization. So I was on that lake and I was like chilling back, had a soda, just relaxing, enjoying the environment. I wasn't the one... I don't want to say, no, I wasn't silly enough to get on a raft and go tubing behind a very fast moving boat. And uh, if you ever wonder, Gavin can fly. 
I saw it. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay, moving on. Our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. Um, so this one's called VS Code Counter. It's a VS Code extension that counts the blank lines, comment lines, and physical lines of source code in a programming language. It's available on GitHub, Marketplace. It's actually a pretty cool little plugin. Plugs right into VS Code, generates reports, supports CFML, among like all these other languages. Um, and check it out. And I think, Eric, you were kind of talking about it reminded you of something else. Or yeah, they maybe I wouldn't be surprised else. if it's using this under the hood. Um, a program called Clock. Uh, C-L-O-C. So if I, if you, you can see my screen at the moment, uh, if I jump into some sort of project uh, and we'll just pick out something quick, you can see I have a project here and I can run clock on here and it will tell me what language, number of files, blank lines, comment lines, and code lines. Give me a sum of all those. So I believe this is what they're using under their hood. Both are pretty cool. Yeah. And if you don't like command lines, just want a very quick do it for you, click a couple buttons and get it, then the VS Code extension is awesome. Definitely. And we're not all terminal people like. Hey, there's no problem with using both. There's nothing wrong with it. You're absolutely right. Okay. I like Okay. We have come to the end today. We are ready to thank all of our wonderful Patreon sponsors. I just realized I didn't pick an adjective for them today. So we're you know, going to call you... Um, Royal. Royal. I'm going to call you Royal. I know that might not be true, but I'm calling you Royal. Royal Patreon supporters. <laughs> <laughs> These are individuals and companies supporting our open source initiatives to ensure all of our great toolings like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box content box, test box, and all your other favorite boxins out there. It funds cloud infrastructure for things like Forgebox, and of course, funds this podcast. You too can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash or solutions. All of our Patreon supporters get access to a private forum on our community website, community.ordersolutions.com, and get a nifty profile badge to show on their profile on that community website. Additionally, if you subscribe at the bronze level or higher, you get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription as a perk for your Patreon subscription. And now is the time of the podcast that we like to thank these royal Patreon supporters. And yep, I, noticed, I noticed Peter Amiri said that's HRH to you, so I'm only guessing that's his royal ombre to you, is my best guess. His royal highness, right? His royal ombre. There's Ortis again. Oh, because it's Ortis. <laughs> oh, gall. All right. Let's uh, finish this off, Daniel. <laughs> Bring it us home. Woo. <laughs> so I got a brand new big Patreon sponsor, uh, Brian Gidinelli with Heavy um, Motorsports Reg. I really hope I pronounced that correctly. I'm sorry if I did not. I did practice it several times. And uh, moving on. I am in a great mood today. Uh, so let's keep going. John Wilson with Synaptrex, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Rodriguez, gotta stop slurring, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Codd, Jonathan Parrott, Jeffrey McGee with Star Media, Dean Mounder, Joseph Lamary, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lakshmi Turtahadi, 
Carl von Stutton, Jeremy Adams, Didier Lesnicki, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck with Agri Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Diger, Sean Oden, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mongi, John Wish, Kevin Wright, and his royal ombre, Peter Amiri. So you can always see an up-to-date list of all sponsors on the Orta Solutions website, orasolutions.com, slash about us, slash sponsors. You made it, Eric. You made it. <laughs> some, some may question that, but I think we made it. <laughs> Technically, we made it. Thank you all for joining us today, and we will talk to you next week. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.